This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all new, better than ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Thanks to SBS Fences, portable toilet and fence hire Sydney. This is Afternoons with Jimmy Smith. Give us a call on 1300 01 1170 or text 0457 736 736. Alrighty, here we go. What is it? Tuesday, from what I understand. It's a Tuesday afternoon. Well, it's Tuesday morning in Queensland. They haven't joined us yet, but they will a little bit later on in the... And there's lots going on too this afternoon. Very excited about what is a massive program. G'day, Afternooners. Thanks for tuning in. However you were listening, SEN welcomes you to what we describe here as our very broad house of worship. We're doing it all thanks to the great team at SBS Fence. Remember... Portable toilet and temporary fence hire in Sydney. Go and say good day to Alex and the team at sbsfence.com.au. The open line number, you know it, 1300 01 1170. And get us on that text line as well, 0457 736 736. Michelle Bishop, SEN Sports Reporter, coming up a little bit later on this hour. We'll have plenty of text messages there. We know that. Tony Kidd is the CEO of the South Island Bid. On the back of our chat with Leo Shanahan at Freshwater Strategy, on the back of the number of calls and text messages we had yesterday around the South Island and what they think uh, the momentum that Rugby League has there, we thought we'd check in with Tony Kidd. So looking forward to having a, a chat with him. We'll get a sports update from Maestro. And then after that, on the back of that news that Matty White was bringing you a little bit, just on that, Got a bit of an issue with Matty White, but anyway, that, hence my refusal to go on his program this morning. But there'll be more of that tomorrow. Um, Australian Financial Review, Zoe Samios. We'll speak to her about the Tabcorp slash VRC slash Channel 9 deal that has just been announced over the next six years. So that's for the four big race days of the Victorian Racing Carnival the Melbourne Cup Carnival. So get Zoe's thoughts on that. She's an expert in the field. Two o'clock flock, of course, your chance to have your say on that open line, one 1170 Afternoons Amplified with Maestro, who'll throw in the Who Am I? And then, of course, the text messages, and we do that all thanks to sbsfence.com.au. So let's start there. It's big one too. Have you ever found yourself on Melbourne Cup Day going, how do I – where is it? Isn't Channel 7 got the horse racing? Well, it has, but not all of it. So um, now you know, horse racing fans, how football fans in this country feel, given the fact there's multiple broadcasters of all the different properties there. But Nine and Tabcorp become the new home of the Melbourne Cup. It's been valued at $80 million a year. So Tabcorp has all the rights, but they've on-sold them to Channel 9. You've got to have a free-to-air component to it. Channel 9's the one that... 
It was almost like last person standing, wasn't it? Ten wanted out on the back of them spending $100 million a year. Channel 7 said, no, if Tabcourt's going to own the lot, we want out. Don't worry, Nine will still have streaming rights associated with this also. So that's very important for the Nine Now app. But you can watch it on Sky Channel, a Tabcorp. Uh, you'll be able to do that if you've got a Tab account, I'm pretty sure, as well. So that that's going to be really interesting to get a better understanding of that. As I said, we're going to speak to Zoe Samios, who is a business reporter for the Australian Financial Review. Getting to Rugby League, Dean Bulldog Ritchie has written about Tofafoa Sipley's emotional apology on the back of robbing Sydney Roosters star Dom Young a trip to Vegas. He's robbed himself of a trip to Vegas as well, three weeks out. Um, obviously, I'm very sorry about what happened to Dom. It's so unfortunate. There was no intent, and it was an accident, which I believe, I believe all of that. So is it right that he's out of the game for three weeks? Like, that's that's the part of it. it there was no intent. It was accidental, but he's out of the game for three weeks. So how do you – am I too naive here to say, well, you can't stop that? Is there a way that you can stop that happening again? Because who knows? Maybe there's going to be a pandemic of it. Like That's the thing. Oh, anyway, that's where we find ourselves. It's, it's not straightforward. We also find ourselves, or Manly do, without Josh Schuster for Las Vegas. What's that? It's what? Calf soreness. Okay. Didn't play in the game against the Roosters. He's had chicken pox, finger surgery, and an ongoing calf complaint. He's had the calf complaint. I'd imagine Josh Schuster's calves aren't small. So I'd, I'd reckon they'd be pretty big. So what the, the Manly Seagulls are going to head to Las Vegas minus Josh Schuster. So that means Ben Trebojevic straight in. And I think there'd be plenty of Manly fans who'd be pretty happy with that. He was very good in the trials. Don't know how he went in the scrimmage, but Tom seemed to do very well. We'll get to that. Very shortly. But calf soreness is going to keep Josh Schuster out of that clash against South Sydney. I think Manly have the bye in round two, and then they'll have round three. So round three, end of March, is when Josh Schuster will look to be ready with that calf complaint. What did we say three weeks ago around this? Watch this space. Very interesting with what is happening over there at Brooks Vale. Earlier today, Benny Eichen has jumped on The Breakfast Show on SEN with Pat and Heels, and he's let rip at the Australian Rugby League Commission. We talked about it yesterday, remember? A billion dollars from the AFL. Where? Western Corridor and Western Sydney, and that's where they're going to spend it over the course of the next 10 years. Here's Ben Eichen, the CEO of the QRL, talking about the rejection of funding on the breakfast program with Patton Heels this morning. I feel like we're under-resourced, you know, while other games are clearly realise that the battles, you know, on the ground win the hearts and minds of the mums and dads and little boys and girls, you know. The AFL are planning and spending today to shore up their future for the next 50 years. You know, we can't seem to get around the table with our decision-makers and hatch a joint plan. It's really alarming. And, you know, in this latest round of uh, budget approvals, like, this is how scary it gets. We're having things rejected in writing on the basis that they don't align with the NRL's participation growth strategy. Now, silly old me thought, well, hang on, I haven't seen this document. Maybe they're making some sense or they've got some ideas. So you ring and request the document only to be told it doesn't exist. Oh, Jesus. Really? It's embarrassing.
Whoa, okay. So <laughs> I was going to say we're headed to court. We're already there. So the QRL and the New South Wales Rugby League are taking the Australian Rugby League Commission to court. So as I said, yesterday we were talking about $1 billion over 10 years. And the AFL just said very blatantly, yeah, Queensland and New South Wales, which, you know, that's where there's a little bit of low-hanging fruit for them. The the real concern, and this is what Scotty Sattler talks about, and he was involved in the NRL bid for that Western Corridor, right, which from my understanding, and uh, I know we're not heading into Queensland yet, but we'll talk more about this after 1 o'clock, but uh, people would say, well, that's the equivalent of Southwest Sydney in Sydney, in, in Brisbane, right? That's that's where new homes are being built, new suburbs just spring up out of nowhere. Here's Ben Iken talking about the threat for rugby league on the Western Corridor. No, we're going to have that a, a little bit later. So uh, there we go. Uh, we had the joint statement from the New South Wales Rugby League and the QRL uh, that they are joint litigation against the Australian Rugby League Commission. It's a concern. I'm, I'm saying it. Unashamedly, I'm a rugby league lover. Uh, I owe just about every material thing I have in my life to rugby league. So uh, that that sort of thing really concerns me. Brian Fletcher is giving really good ideas, apparently, to Andrew Webster about what to do with rugby league over there in Las Vegas. So doesn't surprise me. Uh, shouldn't call it rugby league. Uh, should call it NRL. Uh, and I think we had... Spencer Casimir, our rugby league expert, remember, a research professor who was on the program yesterday, talk about exactly that. I think for the NRL, that's a great idea to brand it as NRL. In the north of England, people still refer to rugby league as just rugby. Yes. They couldn't understand why I called it league. So I do think there's a complication with that. Uh, if you want to go far enough back, the Rugby League World Cup came out before the Rugby Union World Cup. Yes. There was no reason why we could not have just called it the Rugby World Cup, but we didn't, so we don't own that name. If uh-huh. I were to phrase it my own way, I would say some people call us uh, league, some people call us rugby, some people call us, um, some people called us the Northern Union. Everybody calls us the NRL. Ah, very good point. So let me get this straight. Uh, Brian Fletcher, host of the Run Home with Joel and Fletch, and also star of Fox Sports, and Spencer Casimir, who's a PhD researcher and business professor, think the same way. Okay, so I just wanted to be clear on that. But we are. We are clear on that. I, it, it actually makes a lot of sense. So uh, well done, Flinch and Spencer, on that one. Uh, a bit of a scare for Bozza, our man Mark Bosnich. Uh, I actually reached out to him and checked that he was okay on the back of this story. Another one from Dean Bulldog Ritchie. So it took... Robbie Slater, it took his mum and it took his mate Max Rushton to say, hey, mate, two days in a row you've had a bit of a concern around chest pain, go and get checked out. And as a result of that, he had a blockage, 70%. There are so many stories. I know if you're listening out there and you're over the age of 40 or if you're younger than that and you have risk factors, what are the risk factors? Drinking, smoking, lack of exercise, poor diet. If you're any of the above, go and get checked. All right, the number of people who I know in my life who have had, oh, I don't feel 100% go and get checked. And, uh, and I'll speak about Matty Donahue, next minute he's in surgery with four stents in his heart. So be careful, go and get checked. The other thing that he's going to do is give up cigars, Bozza. So that's a good news story. Uh, let's see that uh, ensure that he's going to be okay. That would be very, very good. Now, we had the NBA All-Stars game yesterday. Can't say I watched any of it. 
But Gazy wasn't a fan after the East beat the West 211 and a hun- to 186 in Indiana. So Damian Lillard was MVP, 39 points, six assists, three rebounds, whatever. Um, Andrew Gaze, not a fan. Here's our man Gazy on the run home in Melbourne yesterday. I've never been more frustrated uh, in my sport uh, watching the NBA All-Star game. Well, it's it was, a po- is it a pox? Is it a pox no, it's, it's the greatest pox I think we've had all month. The East winning the contest, 211. It was putrid. <laughs> and uh, sure, you saw some flashy guys running the basket and dunking it, but you, you watch the dunk contest then. It is an indictment on the, the, the game. And it's an indictment on the concept. Can anyone with a, a yeah. modicum, not even a lot, just a smidge of competitive instinct would be disgusted in what they saw. Oh, Casey, not happy. Five-time Olympian. So disgusted. Greatest pox I've seen all month. So uh, so that's fine. Gazy, give us an alternate. So find an alternative. We've bounced a few around here in the office. I think the maestro came up with... Uh, the USA versus the Allies or the others or whoever you want to. And when I said, right, how many Aussies would be in that? None. I was like, hang on. Uh, Josh Kitty? No. But they'd put together a very – is there another concept that you could do? The All-Star Game, it's on the wane too. What about the NFL All-Star Game or the Pro Bowl? It's ridiculous. No one watch it. Well, actually, two people do watch it, but not as many people watch NFL games. So – how do you find a solution to that? What do what do we do? East v West, two hundred and eleven to one eighty six. You might be able to help out the NBA with that one. And speaking about helping out, John Clark, who is a former Super League player over there with Warrington and the London Broncos, he's now Manly's new head of performance. He's he's found something that's going to help Tom Travojevic. It's ballet. <laughs> So Tommy T is doing ballet, not Tommy Tutu, as Christian Nicolucci alluded to. But John was big on helping me understand what happens to the foot when it hits the floor. And it was about learning new skills to strengthen the foot and the touch. This is Tom. He comes with a wealth of knowledge. He's smart, has new ideas, and he's just easy to talk to. Everyone talks about my hammies, but there hasn't been a massive focus on that with his program. He basically wants me to get better. So on the back of Tom doing ballet, remember last year he hurt his pec in origin. The year before that, he dislocated the shoulder after just seven games. The year before that, he won the Dally M with just 18 games. So that's our man, Tommy T. I don't have to tell you what a fan I am of the great man here. So on the back of Tommy T doing ballet, alternate physical treatments. What do you got? I've tried them all. I have dead set. Actually, there's one I haven't tried, cupping. I've never tried cupping. I've seen, you see it a lot with the athletes, don't you? Uh, you might see it on their legs, uh, certainly a lot with the swimmers, but uh, cupping. Acupuncture, saunas, cold water therapy, hot water therapy, physiotherapy. They're a joke. Uh, chiropractors, yoga. I've got Bikram, Ashtanga, and flow. Pilates, I've tried it. What, what have you tried? What about Deep Heat and Tiger Balm? I've tried them. So alternate physical treatments. Anything that you might have tried out there, you let us know. one 1170 The text line, 0457-736-736. All right, we're off and running. Coming up very shortly, we're going to have a 
a chat to Michelle Bishop. But keep those text messages coming in. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. 1170 And yes, Willow from Windsor. Francesca Kumani would be a great addition to the Channel 9 commentary team. Thank you for your ideas. All right, let's get ourselves to a break and then we're back with more.